This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we like to start with three things we think you need to hear in order to be in the know today. Uh, this is My Talk 1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, and this is your three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're gonna be talking about three things. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Well, and here it is behind door number one. Sad news uh, last night. I got the, the news alert, as I'm sure many did, uh, that said Stephen Hawking, visionary physicist, dead at the age of 76 years old. Um, and uh, he was somebody who made um, really was kind of one of the first pop culture phenomenons to bring science into the mainstream in the way that he was able to do. Um, and he has passed away at the age of 76. Here he is talking about his views on space and the future in space and his own uh, struggle with a neurological disease. Our only chance of long-term survival is not to remain inward looking on planet Earth but to spread out into space. The answers to these big questions show that we have made remarkable progress in the last hundred years. But if we want to continue beyond the next hundred years, our future is in space. That is why I'm in favor of manned, or should I say, personed, space flight. All my life, I have sought to understand the universe and find answers to these questions. I have been very lucky that my disability has not been a serious handicap. Indeed, it has probably given me more time than most people to pursue the quest for knowledge. Really just such an amazing person. He he had a, a very big sense of humor. I read a quote about him that oftentimes he would be, because he typed with his eyes, the the voice that you hear, um, and he people would be waiting for him to drop some sort of brilliance into a conversation. And they'd be waiting for what seemed like a really long time for him to be typing out what he was going to say next. And then it would turn out to just be a joke. And they would that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but he had a great sense of humor. He also um, likes sex clubs. Is that true? Yeah. You didn't know that. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Google it. Yeah. Okay. No, he had a penchant for uh, getting getting it on. He was an interesting person. That's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that is uh, a no small statement, but um, <clears throat> a fascinating life. And obviously, you know, people not necessarily going to focus on the prurient side of things mm-hmm. uh, after his death. But he did, of course, and we don't need to be the ones that say this, uh, make incredible, you know, strides in the field of science and 
and uh, we're all better as as human beings because he existed. It's um, but there he had a you know like you said he he was sort of a pop culture icon in many ways and mm-hmm. um, just a unique individual. Uh, real quick, little factoids: A Brief History of Time, which is one of his most famous books has now shot up to the top of the Amazon bestsellers list. And at one time, Stephen Hawking had called that book the book that was most purchased, but least frequently read Oh, sure. because, you know, probably it's yeah. so high. It's like so like far above all of us, yeah. right? Like so you bought it to look real smart, but then you started to read it and realized just how dumb you really mm-hmm. were. All right, moving on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. This guy, Bradley is our hero. So this is uh, the story of a man named Chris who has a Volvo. He's a, he describes himself as a Volvo enthusiast, and he has done something really spectacular with his Volvo. He has changed the dinging sound uh, when his when he puts his keys into the ignition. He's changed the dinging sound to something very familiar to us. Um, and he used this sort of 8-bit version of Africa to be the sound that plays when his keys are in his ignition. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Isn't that awesome? And you know what's so cool? Can you and turn this- that off though? Because I feel like at some point you're going to grow tired of that. I think once you start the car, oh, it stops. That's um, cute. He was just doing that to show us. But here's the cool thing. Oh my gosh. Okay. Ready? It gets better and better and better. So number one... He his goal is to make this available for other for people to install in their own cars. And then this is a new update. He has now started a Kickstarter to do such a thing. It's called Chopstick Door Chimes. It's a novelty open door chime for your automobile. And it's already reached almost eight thousand dollars. Door chime or like ignition chime. It's an ignition chime. But what's the car door part? Because here's my question. This is the reason I'm asking. Um, I don't have an ignition that I can fiddle around with. Like I have a button. Uh-huh. Because you have a new new kind of car that doesn't require you to actually get the key Keyless, yeah. out of your purse. Keyless I mean, ignition. I can't even talk about how long that takes me. But yes, I don't. It takes you a long time to take your get your key out? Yes. Oh. Purses are black holes. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, yes. Anyway, my question is, is is it because when I first saw dart door chime, I was like, is that like when you're locking your door, it plays it? Or no, no, it's literally when your key is in your ignition. Okay. He has an older Volvo, so it uh, it probably is not going to be compatible with the I'm just newer saying models that are basically out something computers. To do for those of us with cars after you know made after the year 2010. Maybe his suggestion would be to just play an MP3 of the song. In your car. I mean, or when you feel like I've got it. a new app for you. It's called Spotify, and what? you could just play Toto's Africa whenever you want. What? No way. I do that frequently. Oh, I love the future. The mm-hmm. future is now. All right, moving on.
Here's what we have for you behind door oh. number three. And by oh, I mean Oprah is the conversation starter for this particular piece of audio. I want you. I want to set the stage for you. So Oprah said something about uh, her bathtub, but we must all hear about it. And I want her to explain it. But before I do, I want to set the stage. So she's at uh, the... Uh, What's his name? Corden. James Corden. James Corden Shoe. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've got the Reese Witherspoon, the Oprah Winfrey, and then that other lady. Um, Mindy Kaling. I don't think it was Mindy Kaling, though. Oh. I think it was somebody else from... Here, let me look at this. It was somebody else it from the... It look like Mindy, but I didn't see your face. Oh, uh-huh. no, you're right. It is Mindy. It, you're it, absolutely right. For some mm-hmm. reason, I thought it wasn't Mindy. But now I'm looking at the picture. It is Mindy. So the three of them are on a couch... And uh, the conversation actually started with how easy it is to buy Oprah gifts. And everybody's like, Oprah, it must be really hard to buy Oprah a gift. And Reese is like, yeah, it's totally hard. And Oprah's like, oh, no, because what you don't know about me is I'm a bath person. So just buy me some bath stuff and we're good. And Reese is like, I wish I would have known that. And Oprah's like, you don't know that? Who doesn't know that? And everybody's like, we don't know that. But anyway, the thing you're going to listen to now is Oprah talking about her being a bath person and what lengths she's gone to enjoy her bathness. How big is Oprah's bath? That's what I want to know. In my head, Oprah's bath is like a sort of, it's like a Roman bath <laughs> that only you go in yourself and there are just general people I around. I do have a hand-carved tub. A hand-carved tub? Yes. Carved out of what? Out of marble. Right. And, and onyx. How many people can fit in your bath? The entire room or just the tub? Just the tub. Just the tub. Well, you could get a couple in there. But however, however, it was uh, carved to the shape of my body. Shut <laughs> What? I cannot. What? We should go. I mean, that's the dream. That's all I'm really living for. That's all I'm ever working for. From this point onwards, I am working to get you to a point. It? I told you, bathing is my hobby. But hang I on. Take a chisel. They chisel. You lie down. And they, <laughs> yes, yes, they chisel yes, around yes. every contour. First, they do a model. They do a model. There's a model that they do. They create a cast model. Oh, my you God. Lie in the oh, my God. It. Oh, my God. Yeah. You what? do this. I don't know this. Okay. <laughs> I told you, bathing, I'm serious about it. Yeah. I'm serious We're going to talk more about this, and we'll be right back after this break. So, <laughs> oh, I, I can't even. Literally, they had to take a cast of Oprah's body to then hand chisel out of marble and onyx <laughs> the hole for her bathtub. I can't. And I just love that she has no appreciation for how out of touch she sounds. Oprah, ain't nobody know that that is even possible, much less that you did it. Why would we know? I mean, unless you go to like those conferences where you pay $5,000 to listen to Oprah tell you how lucky you should be. Do you know how my head wants to explode right now? Yeah. Oh, I do because I, my head was in the same place. And I will tell you the delightful thing about that interview. We give Oprah a hard time. Also, I want to address another Uh, issue that's Oprah related, but we have to go soon. Mm -hmm. But um, you said you were going to say something, so I don't want to step on that. No. No, I want to address the same issue you were going to address. So uh, people, you know, we often poke fun at Oprah. And what we say about Oprah is we love Oprah, but she has like lost. She has achieved the level of um, success that renders her not 
on the same planet as 99.9% of the rest of the world. Yeah. And so her day to day is so just absurdly different. And her reality is so different than anything you and I can ever appreciate. And she has no awareness of that. None whatsoever. Like she will say she does. But then you see this story. And I will tell you, as I watched the interview, I kept laughing because she, well, first of all, she owns the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like nobody else gets a word in edgewise. And Reese and Mindy are like, we're just going to sit back and, and let Oprah tell her stories about her hand carved. And then she's is- like, I thought you knew that. And Reese is like, why would I know what your tub is like? Like, that's a thing. <laughs> anyway, so that's hilarious in and of itself. We love to poke fun at Oprah's expense. Well, that led to an email that we got um, not too long ago where somebody basically had it with us having it with Oprah. Ready? Yeah. I've been listening to you guys for many years. I think you're great together. But when you start <laughs> criticizing always, I Oprah. I love those emails, by the way. I know. Yeah. I turn the channel. How can you say something negative about a woman who started a school for girls and is all about giving? Stick a pin in that because I have a response. Mm-hmm. What do you do to help others? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You don't know me. And then it gets you real good. Oprah, and this but you is where don't it gets know me. Real rich. Yeah. Uh, Colleen, like I Oprah. heard you diss Oprah years ago uh, on another show, and I ignored the comments because you were younger. <laughs> well, because I was dumber. dumb back then. Yeah. yeah. Um, it really turns me off, and I've lost respect of you. Okay. Well, thank respect you. You're us. entitled to your That's opinion. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. But what um, I want you to understand is if you love Oprah so much, maybe you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you'd probably know better if you were a super fan of Oprah that like coming at people like that's probably not going to be your best not, move. You're not living your best life when no. you do that, yeah. first of all. Second of all, um, <laughs> people can do good things. Yeah. And still be completely out of touch with reality. Oh, yeah. Like and Oprah. it is within my purview and all of yours to point that out. That is fine. And, I, I I can't even get into the what do you do to help no, others. It's fine. I don't even it's have time. Fine. People people get Bye. it. Bye. Sorry, Vicky. But the point is, Hashtag we're not, not going to stop poking fun at Oprah no. and her own. And if Oprah was sitting across from us, we would say the same thing. I if would Oprah say, Oprah was Oprah, sitting honey, in front of me telling I me about that you. bathtub. I grew, up, I, I grew up watching you. My mother was on your show. Yes, I like to tell people that because mm, it's my one claim to fame. But she was on AM Chicago before it was actually the Oprah Winfrey show. Long story short, she was a makeup model. She was getting her face did. I have the beta tape. Okay, I probably don't, but it was on beta tape in the house for a long time. Don't worry about it. I love Oprah, but she is so now on like pla- on a totally different planet, and it's hilarious to watch. It is, and it makes and if for she were sitting radio. right here telling me about that bathtub, I would say, "We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold." The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
I can't right now yeah. with this. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Now, next up, somebody were saying hi to is our friend Elizabeth Reese. She's like our own Oprah. Except for she, okay, we'll see. We'll she see doesn't have it. as much money as Oprah, so she's still grounded on planet Earth. We love her. Yeah. Elizabeth Reese with the Dirt Alert next. Um. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived and she's brought a lot of dirt with her. Oh, I certainly have. Uh, Margot Robbie is now in negotiations to play Sharon Tate in that Quentin Tarantino oh. film. Did you guys hear that? I don't, I don't I, like yeah. that it's Mar- or, uh, that it's Quentin Tarantino. But yeah, so you know, this is very controversial. You know, Sharon Tate's family has been upset about this, and the other victims, their families, have been upset about this too. They were, of course, killed by followers of Charles Manson. Charles Manson too. That weird deal. His body has been oh. sitting there for like a month or months. Some guy claimed it it's who's allegedly his, his grandson. Yeah. yeah. yeah which I is saw weird. a tweet, by the way, from Nancy Grace about this. And it Porn was Dan. it was totally Nancy Graceified. She was like, the devil's body's gone to his grandchild. I love Nancy. I, I know. Kind of do she in just, a way that I don't. Yeah. It's like, it, yes, it's like watching a fire. Well, you guys, this um, this film is set for an August 9th, 2019 release. And um, it is set in Los Angeles in 1969 at the time of the murder of Tate and several others. Now, Deadline was talking last July that Quentin Tarantino had met with Margot Robbie and asked her to play Sharon Tate. Now she has an offer and negotiations are underway. What I would say to you, Margot Robbie, never take the first offer. I also, I'm still with Bradley too. The involvement of Quentin Tarantino is what's making me... Not, I just feel like it's going to be know, a cartoon and like sensationalized. Yeah, and, because when you think about like um, uh, Django Unchained, here's an example. It's like the movie is so amazing and it's so great until it gets Tarantino'd. Right. You know, if he could just, if Quentin Tarantino needs to practice the beautiful art of restraint, I mean, and can't we all learn Gosh, something? Gosh, I from feel this? like he and Ryan Murphy should yes. be in the same counseling session just, around I this. I mean, such brilliance. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I mean, Django Unchained was like an unbelievable movie until mm-hmm. the point at the very end when it gets totally Tarantino'd. And then it's like that's all you remember. And then you miss all the really important stuff from the right. other part of the movie. Yeah. Right. That movie haunted me for months. Do you ever have movies like that where you watch uh, Black yeah. Swan? Oh, Black really? Swan, I've heard, did that to people. It I never watched that. my brain really? up. Yeah. Oh, do you have any Bradley? Um, I'm sure I do. That I really messed Django Unchained was one that sat with like me. Like in a bad way? Well, just like sits with you and you can't, you think about it a lot. Here's well, another one. That, Primal Fear did that to me too. I think of the movie that I think about a lot and I like obsessively watched it over and over. And to this day, I'm not sure quite why at the time, but The Hours like I was obsessed mm-hmm. with that really? movie, specifically Julianne Huff's, not Julianne Huff, Moore. Julianne Moore's mm-hmm. uh, performance. Yeah, Julianne <laughs> Huff had a really outstanding performance. Huff I'm over here horrible. being like, wow, why weren't she we talking about that? Movie? <laughs> um, okay, another news. Kendall Jenner getting some headlines today. She's playing coy about her relationship with Blake Griffin and laughing off lesbian rumors. She says, I'm not gay. I didn't know there were lesbian rumors Neither about did I. Kendall Jenner. Are there? Apparently, I can, I've listen, never heard them. Not at our meetings, anyway. Can can I just? I'll, I'm going to go on record. Kendall Jenner, uh, I, I like her best in that whole family. Why? Because she's the quietest. Yeah, she has a a job that we understand <laughs> mm-hmm. because she's a model, right? And she just doesn't <clears throat> seem to 
do the look at me things that the, well, that her sisters not, do. As she's much. also not doing the crazy alterations to her appearance. That too. I mean, she's recognizable. Mm-hmm. The others are barely recognizable as their their original looks. Yeah. It's just funny. She says, "I don't think I have a bisexual or gay bone in my body, but I don't know. Who knows." I'm all down for experience, not against it whatsoever, but I've never been there before. Hmm. I don't know. It's just funny how she, you know, modelizes. Again, she's my favorite of all of them. She is Which mine is not too. really saying much. I know, right? Yeah. It's a low bar, but, yeah. you yeah, know, that's congrats true. to her. Gabrielle Union says writing about her rape was therapeutic. Uh, she says writing her book, We're Going to Need More Wine, was therapeutic. She says whether I was talking about sexual assault, failed marriages, or finding joy in my in being my authentic self. Would you ever publish a memoir? Would you, Bradley? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to publish a memoir. I don't think my memoir would be interesting I always think, enough. though, that like if it's involving your family, you got to wait till they're dead. Till like everyone's dead. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to like have those awkward like family, you know, get togethers like, hey, chapter four. <laughs> we don't I talk really about family. I feel like that wasn't, you know, Unless what Unless you're a Minnesota family and you just don't talk about anything. That's anyway. true. That's true. true. <laughs> like, pass the bars. <laughs> we need a caller. Thank you, Elizabeth. We need a caller for our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize on My Talk 1071. 30 seconds. We're going to give you five questions to answer. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize, but only at 1230 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Yep, that's me. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Amy on the line, and Amy is playing for a four-pack of tickets to see Midnight Sun. Amy, the timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, and uh, if you don't know something, you can say pass, and I'll just keep going, and then we'll come back to it, okay? Okay. Here we go. What is the name of the reality competition show created and hosted by Tyra Banks? America's Top Model. What is the name of the actor that portrayed Stephen Hawking in the movie about his life? Oh, pass. Miley Cyrus is the daughter of what famous country star? Billy Ray Cyrus. Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid just broke up. What was the name of his boy band? Oh, my goodness. Why can't I? It's, yeah. Um, what direction? Fill in the blank. Burt Reynolds starred in the movie. Oh, God, Amy. I'm sorry, Amy. I'm sorry. Thanks for playing today. You can play again tomorrow. We do that every day at 1230. It's the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. All right, Bradley, let's uh, answer those questions. All right, so uh, back it up, back it up. What's the name of the actor who portrayed... The Stephen Hawking in the movie about his life. Eddie Redmayne. And Zayn Malik. Oh, no, she got One Direction. Fill in the blank. Burt Reynolds starred in the movie Blank and the Bandit. Donna. Smokey. Yeah. Smokey. That's a good movie. I want a cannibal run, actually. I think that's my favorite. That's good, too. Yeah. God, remember that time? What was that? Like the early 80s? Yes. Okay, because I just remember being a wee lad, but I enjoyed those movies nonetheless. Well, uh, again, we do play the 30-second pop culture challenge every day. You can play it again tomorrow, and when we're done with that, we move on to solving mysteries, and we do it in the form of blind items. Today, they will be supplied by Bradley Trainer in a segment we Bradley call... Trainer. We call it Blinded by the Item. Yeah. Blinded by the Item. 
Yeah. All right. These blind items, ladies, today, Donna playing for the win, along with Colleen. The blind items are brought to us by CrazyDaysAndNights.net, a legit blind item resource. A guy named Enti Lawyer. He's big in Hollywood. He's he got knows the, things. He knows things. Mark Wahlberg. Okay, you <laughs> stop. You remember we talked stop about that. Stop it. Sorry. Talked about no, you did not Donna. get that one right. I'll get in the naughty chair. Okay, so you're looking for a former. <laughs> you love it there. Hey. Sorry, I'm listening. You're looking for a former A plus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. She's also an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Former A plus list, mostly movie actress, also. An Academy Award winner slash nominee. Okay. Okay. This former A-list, mostly movie actress, is an Academy Award winner and nominee. Now she pretty much just confines her acting to one role in a franchise, which pays her a ridiculous sum of money for not doing much. She has a side gig. She also does a lot of day drinking. And this week at a business meeting, she had done some day drinking and did some more drinking at the business meeting and was really messy by the end. Hmm. Okay, former A plus list, mostly movie actress, and she's and she's known now for a franchise. So basically, what she does the most is a franchise, which to me says probably a superhero. That's what, exactly what I was thinking. She also has a side gig. A is it gig. Gwyneth Paltrow? Paltrow. Yes! Yeah, ding, ding, is ding, it ding, seriously? Ding, yeah, ding, ding, ding. Wow. I don't have my dinger, so I she's apologize. a day drinker, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I so didn't know Goop it. was a. Let me read it. Was a boozer. Okay, go Gwyneth on. Gwyneth Paltrow is an Academy Award winner nominee. She, uh, that is Gwyneth Paltrow, pretty much just confines her acting to one role in uh, the Iron Man franchise, which pays her a ridiculous sum of money for not doing much. She has a side gig. She also does a lot of day drinking. And this week at a business meeting, she'd done some day drinking and then did some more day drinking at the business meeting. And she was very messy oh, no. by the end of the meeting. Oh, so now we know what she's up to. Yeah. But she's so healthy and positive oh, and I know, and she does yoga. Also, can I just say that Gwyneth Paltrow probably gets crunked on one cocktail. Yeah, because she's woman little. Eats yeah. Dust. Yeah. yeah, she's just a little thing. Uh-huh. And as Bradley said, I mean, remember when she had that quote about her kids, her uh, kids with Chris Martin? And she said, you know, they leave with that specific kind of hunger that you can only get from not eating carbohydrates. And I'm like, you're letting your kids go hungry. Yeah, Give them no nutrients. Kidding. My if, goodness gracious. If, yes. If, you're, if your kids are hungry, you're doing something wrong. Yes. Okay. So one down, a couple more to go. Alrighty, here we Again, go. Again, here's another blind item. From crazydaysandnights.net, this is an unconfirmed blind item, which means that we're just going to go to the uh, most uh, talked about person in the comments. Perfect. You're looking for a former A... Nope. I just... Yeah. No. Beep. Beep. Okay. Boop, boop, beep. Can I start over? Yeah. Do it again. Okay. Here we go. This time, ladies, <laughs> we're looking for an A-plus <laughs> list, mostly movie actress. A plus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. Okay. Don't believe the hype. The only man this A plus list, mostly movie actress, is hooking up with is that married UN higher up. Now, if an actress came her way, she would be very open to it because she gets bored with the nannies. Ooh. Wait, what? So she's been hooking up with that married UN higher up. And uh, uh, if, but if an actress came her way, she'd be open to it because well, she gets bored with the nannies. It's Angelina Jolie. Ding ding yeah, ding! Yeah. There's nobody else. It could be that has Angelina Why? Jolie written that? all over it. Well, well I, UN UN. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, like, who else is, like, hanging with the U.N.? Also, can we just talk about the shocker in there? She's sleeping with her nannies? I don't know why that doesn't surprise me. I feel like, okay, fill in the blank, and then let's go back and dissect this. Okay, don't believe the hype. Angelina Jolie is hooking up uh, with this married U.N. higher-up. Now, if an actress came her way, she'd be open to it because, well, she gets bored with the nannies. So I want to, I feel like before when she, like uh, in her um, Billy Bob Thornton days, her weird days, prior to that, she was pretty open about her sexuality, sexuality. About yesterday. Um, oh my God. No, 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 no I don't you guys remember. fall asleep. Well, I just, all I remember is what that. What was the Angelina Donna, Jolie blind I don't, I don't remember because all I remember is that Donna got it before we her got to. Boyfriend, her mom's boyfriend. Thank oh, you. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. Somebody's listening. Thank, Thank you, you, Sonny. Sonny. But Thank you. used to hang, right? Used to hook up Angelina, with her mom's boyfriend. So from yesterday's show, less than 24 hours mm-hmm. ago. Hey, a lot has happened since then, okay? True. Angelina Jolie, who also, uh, or Angelina Jolie says that she spent years of therapy because one of her mother's boyfriends used to have sex with her on a regular basis from the time she was about 15 or 16. She says her mom, who she has always lovingly praised, welcomed her daughter having sex with him so she wouldn't have to. And then today we learn that she's hiring nannies. So this woman's yeah. got some ish. Oh, yeah. Well, that's no big shocker, right? Right. It may not be I a do- shocker, but my God. It's a lot. I know. She's, I wonder she's with if, a married man right now. Yeah, I mean, that's... Like, and, isn't that and then enough? the divorce, and she's got all those kids. Who cares if yes. it's a married man? I mean, it's 2018. People don't respect the institution of marriage anymore. That is not a big deal. I'm saying you all... Look, I have nothing to say about it. Or at least I didn't until very recently. But who cares? It the fact that she's sleeping with the people who are taking care of her children is a little creepy to me. I do wonder if that's in the job description, you know, like when she's in the interview, like your duties will include, you know, taking Maddox to karate lessons right. and having sex with me. Ew. Uh-huh. Can you imagine? Okay. Also, that's just like a power relationship. It is not appropriate. Not are appropriate. these women or men? Do we even know? If the women. nannies, because she says, all... or uh, the blind item says, now if an actress came her way, yep. she'd be open to it because, well, she gets bored with the nannies. Okay. Okay. And that does not mean Fran Drescher, to our knowledge. Thank you. All right. Here we go. 1999. All right. You are looking for um, a former tweener turned adult singer. Okay. And uh, a guy. Oh, Mm -hmm. but we'll get to the guy in a moment. But mostly I want you to pay attention to the former tweener tweener turned adult singer. singer. A night of partying does not a relationship make. But this former tweener turned adult singer who is seemingly a blind once every couple weeks is still trying to find the right guy. A guy who doesn't care that she likes women more than men and a guy who also has great drugs. Oh, and he has to be a celebrity who will get her picture in the tabloids a lot. Oh, my God. She found the right guy, pay attention, in this foreign-born singer, except he rarely goes out, which means not very many tabloid photos show up, and there's usually just a bunch of leaked stories. So we're looking for singer. we're looking for a male singer, though. You said a guy. Yep. So the guy is a foreign-born singer. So the woman, again, former Form- tweener, mm-hmm. turned adult singer. Oh, God. And she finally found a guy who's a foreign-born singer. Okay, so I the the th- there's two 
it's like I feel like it's got to be either Demi Lovato or Selena Gomez or Lindsay Lohan. Which or, one are you oh. going with? Wait it's a not minute. Lindsay Lohan. Okay. It's not because her guy isn't a singer. She, okay. I'm going to go with Demi Lovato. It's Demi Lovato. Wow, wow. you're getting really good. Uh, it's really wow. It, it's weird when you flex this muscle a lot, Donna. It happens. Okay, so and who's the who's the foreign born singer that we're? Well, again, here are the hints. Okay. He has to be a celebrity who will get her picture in the tabloids a lot. She found the right guy in this foreign-born singer, except he rarely goes out, which means not every many, uh, not very many tabloid photos and just a bunch of leaked stories. And can I also point out that, remember, one of the things that she was looking for is not just the right guy, but someone who uh, doesn't mind that she likes the ladies more than guys and also somebody who's got great drugs. Which is sad and upsetting because... She has she's, been through rehab more than once, I believe. So again, yes, this is not a confirmed right, blind item, which means we're going with a preponderance of names in the comments. Yeah, I don't foreign think it's born, Demi, Demi druggy kind of hermit. <laughs> druggy singer. hermit. Okay, so singer. who is the foreign born? I mean, kind of druggy foreign. It could oh, be a Harry, Canadian, is it like Harry Styles, or like You're a one D person. Um, I'm Zane close. Malik. Yes, is it? It's Zayn Malik. Ding okay. ding ding. And oh. also, have you seen the photos recently of him? Looking like he needs help. Oh. Well, that could explain okay. why he broke so let up me, with he and Gigi. Mm, I'm broke just up. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to repeat the uh, blind okay. item for Thank you. you. So, a night of partying does not a relationship make. But Demi Lovato, uh, who's seemingly in blinds every couple weeks, is still trying to find the right guy. A guy who doesn't care if she likes women more than men, and a guy who also has great drugs. Oh, and he has to be a celebrity who will get her picture in the tabloids a lot. She found Zayn Malik, except he rarely goes out, which means not very many tabloid photos and just a bunch of leaked stories. Within the last day, a lot of headlines about Zayn Malik following Demi Lovato oh. in the wake of his breakup uh, on Twitter and that they are Twitter flirting, etc. There's also a story about Demi Lovato. She did a piece about her sexual fluidity. Mm. Yeah, I feel like everybody under thirty is totally omnisexual. Mm-hmm. I know. Don't you feel that yes, nowadays? Because you do. always hear people like, oh, "I'm totally, you know, whatever." How whatever. do you feel about that? I don't like labels. Well, I think it part of it is just you know experimentation, the trend. Yeah, but I think Isn't that, that sexuality is complicated. Mm. Okay. Um, while I would like to stay on this topic, Donna, are you willing to stay for another quick segment? Sure. Okay, good because we want to give you kind of a heads up. Now that you've been playing this blind item uh, game with us for a couple days, we're pretty sure you're going to find a phenomenon happening to you. And we're going to tell you what that is after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Well, Bradley and I have realized that there's a phenomenon. There's something that happens once you start getting into these blind items that we do on Blinded by the Item on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. We've kept Donna here. Thank you, Donna. Hi. 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 We wanted to kind of give you a little bit of a warning of what's ahead. And this happened to me a couple weeks ago. I think I was out to dinner with friends and they were talking about... Jennifer Lawrence, Red Sparrow. Yeah, it was Jennifer. Thank you. You're welcome. Steel Trap. Uh, They were talking about Jennifer Lawrence and I was like, oh, don't go see that you know, movie. It's Jennifer Lawrence. And they're like, I love Jennifer Lawrence. And Uh. it's like, um, but you really shouldn't love Jennifer Lawrence. And here are the 12 reasons why. And they were all things from blind items. (laughs) 
that we had read. And so basically at the time we were like, look, Jennifer Lawrence was sleeping with Harvey Weinstein to get ahead in Hollywood. She's the, you know, like where a lot of what you're shaking your head. Well, I think, okay. Okay. So I want to tell you, I know it sounds ludicrous and you You sound like a crazy person. You are now exhibiting the behavior that my friends were at dinner. Mm -hmm. And I felt horrible because I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to ruin your Jennifer Lawrence dreams. But here, here are the six things I've learned on crazy days and nights.net. And they're like, Oh, some, blog told you this and i'm like hold on a second it's not just any blog it's a guy who has been proven right time and time again am i right colleen absolutely so let me ask you this we'll do an experiment okay i have a, an article open on my desktop right okay. here i'm going to read the headline i'm going to have you look at the picture that okay. accompanies it and i want you to tell me about your feelings donna oh, deliverance star burt reynolds 82 swaps stunts for a walking stick as he strolls through New York's JFK airport. And, you know, you see a picture of Burt Reynolds. He is 82. He's looking 82. 82-ish. Yes. What are, how, you know, give me some, just initial thoughts. Just, you know, your just gut reaction um, as you see that picture. A, makes me sad. B, they're referring to him as Deliverance Star. Mm, right. <laughs> Out of all the movies. Yeah, like, okay. does anyone even know what Deliverance right. is in 2018? Right, exactly. Um, uh, it looks accurate. I mean, they yeah. have photographic proof. What if I tell you now that you've said that? Well, let me ask you, Colleen. Uh-huh. What's your reaction as somebody who has been frequenting CrazyDaysAndNights.net when you see a picture of 80-some-year-old Burt Reynolds carrying a not-a-fashion cane? I think to myself, wow, he must be really tired from all of the masseuse sex he's having. (laughs) Because we read a blind item last week that he was at the center of this old former or, you know, A-list actor known for all these movies uh, has basically grown tired of trying to find call girls to fulfill his needs. He now just has hired a masseuse who visits him. He's just paying He's on for the a payroll at this point. Sex worker, a sex worker. Yeah. So this is what the, you guys are so tainted now. Yeah, it's so just, awful. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I feel like somebody has to tell the truth. I know, but are you a hundred percent sure? Has this guy ever, this NT lawyer, has he ever been proven proven wrong? Well, here's what I will say: a lot of what we read. Now, today was a little different, but usually when we do the blind item, there's two that are the speculative ones where he just puts them out there. Right. And then there's one that's been confirmed Confirmed. where he will go back and say, just to put a finer point on this, this is who we're talking about. Because and you will see in these headlines that this has been confirmed. Why does this guy know this stuff? And isn't this kind of unethical for somebody who's, you know, Past the bar exam. Hey, first of all, <laughs> these are celebrities. <laughs> these are not like. But he's an entertainment lawyer. Yeah. So, but he's, he's not talking about his clients. Do we know that for sure? I maybe think he's, so. Maybe he's throwing them under the bus. So I love where you're going with this. It would make a great episode this of some a, <laughs> TV show on Netflix. This would be mm-hmm. a great blind item mm-hmm. to right? put NT lawyer in there. But I will tell you that there's actually uh, there's an expose. I think it was the New York. Post or uh, Times uh, or it was weekly. a New York something or another. There, somebody did the due diligence to say he's legit. He's a real person. Okay. Um, he doesn't give away his identity, but they, you know, they sort of followed him for a while, and he's he's not always there where the things happen, but he has created a network where people will feed him stuff, and certainly some of that is probably not true, but when it's confirmed, I kind of feel like. 
It's been kind of interesting. Like, here's one that we that we that really kind of that we speculated about due to his blind items around the time of the Oscars. It was also the time when uh, Ryan Seacrest was being accused by that former coworker of the his stylist, whatever yep. the stylist. Yep. Of, of sexual uh, misconduct yes. in the workplace. Well, he had done a blind item NT lawyer on crazy days and nights.net that basically, basically pointed toward Ryan Seacrest as the person who was going to out himself uh, as a means of protecting himself from the conversation. Okay, and he did. Basically saying, well, no, that he would come out as gay and oh, use that as. Oh, oh I yeah, see. Yeah. Oh. And use that as sort of his defense against how none of this could be true. Now, we have not seen that happen, but we also have not been talking a lot about this story. This hurts my so, head. Guys. I know. So it welcome to the club. It requires you to go deep, but like yes, somebody needs to be going deep. You're right, right. And, and I appreciate. If it has to be us, it'll be us. Thank you for taking that on. That responsibility. Thank you for thanking us. And now I feel creepy about Burt Reynolds. When we come back, Colleen and Bradley Theater on my Talk 107.1.